and welcome everybody to another episode of Sig Daddy's Wrestling Show. I'm your host, Sig Daddy, and today it's the NXT TakeOver Portland Review. It's going to be a little quicker review style than usual. I'll have, I'll just kind of give you my thoughts on each match and my grades for each match. And boy, did we have some fan flipping tastic matches at NXT TakeOver Portland. But before I get to my grades and kind of thoughts on each match from the pay-per-view, uh, I just like to let you know that this week in review, the week in review for this week will be, uh, uh, will be Ring of Honor TV, Monday Night Raw, and AEW Dynamite. This will be the first time that Ring of Honor will be on the week in review. I decided to go with Ring of Honor. It's on Fight, the Fight TV Network, Fight app. And also, NWA Power is not live this week. It's the Squared, well, Circle Squared, their new show. Power is taking a break, so I'm going to insert Ring of Honor for a week, and then we'll return back to the format we are used to with AEW Monday Night Raw, and then NWA Power. But let's get this thing going. NXT TakeOver from Portland. We start off with the Keith Lee versus Dominic Dijakovic match for the NXT North American Championship. And I've got to say this. This was one of the best openers you will ever see. Fantastic combination of athleticism and power spread throughout the match. And there were some incredible spots, including the feast your eyes from the middle rope. And the crowd was just absolutely unglued for this match. And the drama and the near falls were awesome, especially after the feast your eyes from the middle rope. The Spanish fly from Dijakovic from the top rope. And that power bomb from Lee. And literally, these guys just work so dang well together. Just so well together. And it feels like Keith Lee, he, he's one of those guys. He's got something special in him because he has the crowd in the palm of his hand. And not a lot of people have that. He does. He's got that it factor that the crowd is pretty much eating out of the palm of his hands. But really, Dijakovic did a heck of a job playing a de- the de facto heel. Uh, I liked the thing at the end where Dijakovic's back gives out when he was going for Feast Your Eyes. And that led to the Big Bang catastrophe, like a jack a version of a jackhammer from Keith Lee to get the win. And I like how they waited to, for the finisher for Keith Lee and they're protecting that finisher for Keith Lee. And I liked it, the handshake and the, the kind of show of respect at the end of the match. And this was just an absolutely banger. Heck of an opener. Probably one of the best openers I have ever seen on a pay-per-view. No one lost. No one lost. Both were elevated in the process. A+. Plus. A plus grade for me from that match. Following that was the uh, hot feud between Tegan Knox and Dakota Kai. They were fighting in a street fight. Uh, this They're playing off of the actions of Kai that happened at 
NXT TakeOver War Games where Kai attacked Tegan Knox inside the kind of the cage. And before Tegan Knox was able to even get into the match. But this match, the street fight between Tegan Knox and Dakota Kai, I thought this was very, very good. I thought it was very good. But there was one thing I didn't like about it, and this is that Raina, the Raquel Gonzalez stuff at the end. I didn't think it was absolutely necessary for them to do that. But also, Knox took a terrible table spot at that point. Table didn't break, kind of fell from underneath her. But in this match, other than that, other than that Gonzalez stuff, I thought they should have done it like this. Kai, uh, Tegan Knox is going for that top rope move with Dakota Kai's head wedged into a chair. Kai moves and Knox just goes through the table and she pins her. Just kind of lucky. Knox gets a little too greedy. That's what I was going to think. That's what I would have done. But they did something different there. I got to give them respect for doing that. And the the intensity was there. For this match, but I like I said, I thought the better finish was Knox just going through the table on her own and Kai kind of getting lucky. But uh, it was nice to see Dakota Kai and Tegan Knox uh, get to showcase on a takeover. And this was Tegan Knox's first takeover. But yeah, this was a pretty good, dang, pretty dang good match. Pretty good street fight. The physicality, the emotion, and the weapons were there for this match. I'm going to give it a B plus. Following that was the dream match. Johnny Gargano versus the Prince. Finn Balor. This match started out slow, but it had a nice pace that built to an absolutely awesome final stretch. And the crowd got super hot for it at the end. There was great counter-wrestling spread throughout this match. Especially at the end when they were trading big moves and submissions. Gargano getting the Gargano escape on Balor multiple times and uh, Balor being able to get out. The only thing I didn't like about this match was that late in the match, they completely ignored the legwork done by Balor. But but that's just really nitpicky kind of stuff. But uh, Balor hitting the dropkick coup de gras in the 1916 with the cocky pin, I love that. They were pretty much all in succession and that got the win for Finn Balor. And and really, in my opinion, Balor hasn't had this good of a match ever on the main roster. On the main roster, he had never had a match like this. Hell of a match between those two. And that one little thing is a slight nitpick. The grade for the match is still an A. This pay-per-view as was absolutely amazing. This takeover. Following that, what well, we got Rhea Ripley defending her NXT Women's Championship against Bianca Belair. We all knew coming into this match, Bianca Belair wasn't going to win. We all knew that. We all knew this is setting up for Charlotte Flair to challenge Rhea Ripley for the NXT Championship Women's Championship at WrestleMania, but really I thought this was a pretty good hard-hitting match. Belair, Belair looked really good. Looked a lot better than her first match against uh, Shayna Baszler for the uh, NXT Women's Championship. 
But like I said, it was only really to set up Flair versus Ripley at Mania. And I thought the finish came a little earlier than expected, but I didn't mind it. And I liked also liked the post-match attack from Charlotte Flair to set up their WrestleMania match. And But Rhea Ripley, at the end of the match, kind of... Uh, Belair was on the middle rope, and... Ripley kind of pulled her hair down or her arm down and Belair slammed on the turnbuckle and then got riptide out of that. I thought that was a little cool thing and I thought the match was pretty pretty good. Pretty good overall. I'm going to give it a B plus. Rhea Ripley defending her NXT Women's Championship. And I the it's it's the match and the angle at the end that gives me the grade of a B plus. After that, we get the Broserweights. Pete Dunne and Matt Riddle taking on the Undisputed Era for the NXT World Tag Team Championships. And I absolutely, positively loved this match. Just loved it. I didn't mind the title change. And the joint work by Dunn and Undisputed Era's work on Dunn's knee. I liked those things, and, th- and this was pretty hard-hitting. The final stretch of this match was freaking bonkers. But and, I, and also, I really liked the odd pairing of Pete Dunne and uh, Matt Riddle. It's not like a rock and sock connection kind of thing, but it's just a fun group. It's th- Both guys love to hit you hard, and... One's fun-loving, one's kind of the opposite of fun-loving, and Pete Dunne just kind of goes along with what uh, Matt Riddle does, or Matt Riddle says, and I absolutely enjoy that. But Matt Riddle and Pete Dunne win the NXT World Tag Team Championships after a combo. They hit a combo finisher, a combination of the bitter end and the road to sleep they got gets it done for them winning the nxt world tag team championships and it was just an awesome tag match the 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 closing stretch even if you just watch the closing stretch of this match is totally worth it grade for that one is an a for me and like i said this show was absolutely fantastic the final match the main event of the pay-per-view johnny gargano not Johnny Gargano. Wow, I got used to saying Johnny Gargano. It's Tommaso Ciampa versus Adam Cole for the NXT Championship. And I got to say, I've said this probably three, four times already on this, but what a damn match. What a story told in this one. Champa flipping a switch early when Cole mocked his celebration. The neck work by Cole throughout the match. The many moments when you think Champa's going to win, including the motion, the facial expression on his face after he hit the fairy tale ending. You thought he was going to win because he was like absolutely crying almost at this point. You thought it would be his crowning moment. And then also, Champa almost overcoming the odds of Undisputed Era and the big moves just like his former friend Johnny Gargano did, and Johnny Gargano shows up ringside, and he ruins it. Johnny Gargano hits him with the title. Well, Johnny Gargano grabs the title before Champa can, hits him with the title, 
Cole gets the win. And I like what they told here. Gargano turn. I think Gargano, the way they did it, was Gargano turning on him out of jealousy. And after he lost to Balor, especially after he lost to Balor and hitting him with the title, he did not want Tommaso to have his moment. That was his moment. He had just little under a year ago. He did not did not want his friend to have that moment. And I loved it. I absolutely love it. I just said so many things sprinkled throughout this match. And you really have to check this one out. You have to check this whole pay-per-view out. That's my... I, I give this a recommendation to watch the whole thing from, for, from beginning to end. Awesome pay-per-view. Awesome pay-per-view. You have to check this one out. And we're going to get Gargano and Champ again. We're going to finally get the conclusion to the story we wanted to get a conclusion to at last year's NXT TakeOver, but we were unable to due to uh, Champa having neck surgery. But yeah, Cole defends his NXT championship by nefarious means. Gargano giving him the assist, and it's going to be fun to see Gargano and Champa at Mania Weekend. The grade for this match, A+. Fan-flippin-tastic. Overall, I'm going to give this NXT TakeOver an A. Just a good show front to back. It's probably the most balanced NXT TakeOver I have seen. Front to back, everything's good to great or good to fantastic. And definitely check this one out. Check out NXT TakeOver Portland. Well, that does it for me for this review of NXT TakeOver Portland. Make sure to tune in on Friday for the week in review. As I said, it's going to be Ring of Honor, Monday Night Raw, and AEW Dynamite. Also, if you haven't already, make sure to subscribe to my podcast on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and on the iHeartRadio app. But until next time, this is Sig Daddy signing off, thanking you all for listening, and so long, everybody.